0: Reddit dit to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, January sixth. We're a day away from the end of college football season. Unfortunately, NFL playoffs are underway. Tennessee basketball is off to a hot start, and most importantly, cannot forget this: our softball team is still undefeated. I don't know how many games we played. I was going to say like, oh, we're four and or whatever. Honestly, I honestly have no idea. So half of them, think- more than half, have been canceled. So
1: are we three and zero or four? <laughs> have we just
0: played three games? I think so. That's insane. I mean, I believe you. I just that's insane. I
1: don't know. It might be four. I don't feel like we played four games.
0: I honestly have no clue. That's why I didn't give a record. Just because we're it, undefeated, we haven't lost so at least half of them. At least half of them have been. Canceled. We played
1: more than one game. We're still undefeated. That's, we have. It's true. That's all you need to know.
0: Even if you played one game, and you're undefeated. That's something now. So, yeah, that's something. We both got hits. Did Did you score? Yes. You didn't. There you go. Good job. Um, Congrats. Congrats on the sacks. Um, um, Tennessee's rolling in conference play already. Off to a very hot start against a not-so-good Georgia team, but Georgia's, I mean, they've put together some decent stuff lately. They um, lost a close one to Iowa uh, State, or not Iowa State, Arizona State pretty recently. Uh, just by two. They beat Georgia Tech. Um, beat UMass really good. I mean, they weren't looking absolutely terrible lately. Um, and then, as of yesterday, they look absolutely terrible. And yeah, then they rolled into Knoxville. And a lot of people, a lot of Georgia people were like, I think they could win this game. And first off, you're idiots. I I, I didn't think we'd win about 46.
1: Yeah, some of the media members. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you move in, Geico can help you save on rent sure. Yeah, Geico helped you with rent. Your laptop? I guess it was. I don't know what just
0: happened. Um, it was a Geico.
1: Was so Geico. I guess we're sponsored by Geico now.
0: You're welcome. I was running a Geico commercial on mine and also the TV was running one just now. Yeah. So.
1: so I guess it was playing live through my. Okay. I was very confused. Sorry.
0: You're good. Um, I, I mean, you listened to the episode on Thursday and I, I said I thought we'd only win by, I think, 13 is what I thought. <laughs> so I didn't think 46. Um, no, I mean that team. This that team was hot yesterday. Uh, they weren't letting anything get by them, and then they were scoring almost at will. I think all of our starters except for Eves Ponds were in double digits, which is normal. And then Jordan Bowden, who's just about a starter here, actually he actually plays more minutes than Eves and has I think since that's, that that yeah, flop happened, a starter. Um, he was he had twenty points. He was our leading scorer. So. It was a quiet 20, too. It was a quiet 20. I I think once he got to about 12, everybody started to kind of notice him. But it was, for the most part, a quiet 20. I think
1: 21 was his career high.
0: I think it's fair to say he had that Grant Williams 20. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Speaking of Grant Williams, uh, another great game from him. And then I think uh, this might be a stretch, but I'm going to. I think the most underrated player of the game was Kyle Alexander. I don't think if anybody watched that game, they would have said Kyle Alexander played the best on the team. But when you look at the stat sheet, I, I would say he did. He didn't have any turnovers to start, um, 14 rebounds to assist, 12 points and a block, um, and only one foul. So he also stayed out of foul trouble, which helps your team. Yeah, um, he played really well, uh, dominated his position. I thought he had two blocks, but it just says one, so I'm gonna believe. I'll believe the box score. Um, but Kyle Alexander is helping us a lot, and when he play, when he's playing well, it allows Grant Williams to play the way he's built to play. And makes him very,
1: very dangerous. Yeah, I think this whole team just brings some something different to the table that makes us so elite. Mm-hmm. Um, you you have Jordan Bone, who's able to control the offense, and he's improved a ton. We've said this over and over again. He's improved so much um, since last year, just running the offense and controlling it. Yeah, and you know his with his elite speed, you know, I don't think there's anybody. In the country that can go toe to toe with him,
0: no. And I, I mentioned the closest thing they had was that um, that white guard they put in, number forty three. I don't remember who it was. He played well on the offensive end, but then you look at the defensive end; nobody can guard him. His ability to get to the rim and be aggressive. Uh, you know, here's the unfortunate part: is he was kind of doing it when we were going between him and Lamonte last year on who was kind of kind of be the lead guy. It seemed like Jordan Bowen could get to the rim. And then as the year went on, it kind of faded. I don't think that's going to be the case this year because he's been doing it all year consistently. Yeah. Um, he's gotten better. And his ability to get to the rim, um, create space for other guys, or just go score has improved so, so much. Um, he's playing really well. It He went four for ten from uh, – Field goal range, and I'm surprised by that that stat. Honestly, yeah. I would have thought he shot
1: better because um, a lot of his shots were layups, um, and, a, and a couple of his shots are taken um, at the end of the shot clock. Yeah, so you know some of those are, are you know kicked back out. Um, and he's got to put up a three. Um, he, he's doing a good
0: job of creating more space too for himself. Yeah, he is. Uh, I think we talked about at the beginning here. There's really no one on this team, maybe besides Admiral and Grant, that could create that space for themselves um and uh, jordan's been able to this year yeah. or uh, lately i should say earlier in the year not not so much and even alexander had a few times where he would um he'd have his back to the goal create space turn and shoot uh which was i think he had one maybe that i can think of off the top of my head he was about probably you know 12 13 feet created some space uh which was positive um we talked about we talked about how, how much better bowden played he was coming off screens and shooting um, he was shooting off the dribble, and then always his catch and shoot that he's always had. Yeah, so it was just all it was all there yesterday.
1: Yeah, that little tuck around the the screen and um, get the ball that that's going to be on somebody's um, when when they scout us. People are going to notice that because right. that's what he does. Pretty much all of his points come from that. Yeah, yeah he he played he played really well. Um, and then
0: you know, not to go unnoticed. his and Eve's ability to defend is is stout. Right. Um, it's gonna take us very, very far. Um, you know, then Lamonte comes in and I turned I you know, Lamonte had been in for a few minutes. I don't know how many more he only got two minutes. That's surprising. Um he had been in, I guess for like a minute and I turned, I forgot I said, I forgot how well he defended. Um he, he brings Lamonte? Up,
1: yeah. Only played two minutes? That's what it says. No, he played Oh,
0: sorry, fifteen. I was about to say, okay, I, I looked at the wrong thing. I was like, I feel like he played a long time. So, about, you know, a few minutes into it, I turned and said, I, I forgot how well he defended. Um, he, he brings quite a bit. Not what Bowden and Eves bring to the court or anything. and uh, But, I mean, just as much as Bone does. Yeah. And uh, he defends really well. This whole team really does. And, um, they, they, you know, when it, when we hold teams to fifty points, we don't have to score ninety six to win. No, that's just a positive to to it. Right. So, and we it helped that we got Georgia in
1: foul trouble early.
0: Um, we and and I,
1: I think Grant could have scored fifty points on that team. He he probably especially yeah. when they got in foul trouble and had to take their big guys out. You know, we yeah we could have just fed him the whole entire game. Yeah, definitely. They didn't want any of it. Um, him and Schofield both were able to back down
0: anybody they wanted to. Uh, there were several times that Schofield was able to move someone a couple feet with his back to the rim and then turn mm-hmm. and shoot. Uh, so when, when they get in those situations, they can pretty much do whatever they want at will. Uh, yesterday, Schofield was three of four from the three-point line. Bowden was just one of four. And then Jordan – I feel like Jordan Bone's getting really comfortable from three-point range Yeah, uh, to the point where he's shooting. He was only one of four, but he's shooting the ball. Yeah, um, And so he's getting comfortable back there. Lamonte was over three. Hopefully he gets back into uh, – you know gets comfortable soon. I talked about though me and you kind of mentioned it earlier today. I was just, I was encouraged by his uh, will to go to the rim. You, we talked about how we think it's just mental because of what Rick Barnes has said. I think Rick Barnes has even flat out said he, it's pretty much mental now. Yeah. Um. So that maybe maybe shows that he's kind of over that hump if he's willing to go into contact there close to the, close to the basket. Yeah. For I sure. mean. Because, you know, you're definitely going to get hit and banged up around there.
1: I think one time he even went up for a layup and, and fell to the ground. So. Yeah, I just think Georgia was not prepared of the physicality of this team. And it showed. They are one for 20 from three. Yeah. I mean, they didn't get not, – nothing was easy for them. And
0: that, and that one three was wide open, like, you know, late in the yeah. game.
1: Yeah. so, I mean, that they were just not prepared for that. We were plus 15 in rebounds, plus 17 in assists. Yeah. So I mean, okay. well, I mean, we just dominated every aspect of the game. To go along with what we did well, we were 53% from the field, uh,
0: 84% from the line. I mean, can you ask a team to shoot any better?
1: <laughs> I mean, last year, like, that was our Achilles heel was free throws. Yeah. Um, But this year, you know, they put a big emphasis on that. And this, this team's developed so well.
0: Uh, I think you tweeted out their rankings. And yeah. then last year, we were a good team. We got beat by a Cinderella team, but we were a good team. Could have gone far in the tournament. Sweet sixteen, Elite Eight were easily in sight, um, and then got stopped by a Cinderella team. But you know, I think I think most fans last year would have said that was a really good basketball team. If we can mimic that, that's fine. Uh, the best guys on our team: Grant Williams, Schofield, um, Bone, Lamonte. All went. I can't really say Lamonte for sure right now. Those guys went in and kind of crafted their game and, and made it better. pawns who who didn't play much last year. Bowden, who was um, one of the best three point shooters in the league last year, went in and you know they all they all crafted it and just got better. Kyle Alexander, who was heating up for us at the end of the year, has just gotten way better. I think he's now had um, a double double in four games, three games, something like that um, in just fourteen con or thirteen contests. I mean, this team's improved drastically, and they didn't necessarily need to. Yeah, they didn't need to improve drastically. Um, Grant's ability to to shoot from anywhere on the court now or anywhere in three-point range, but he did make a three-pointer yesterday, and we've said that. If he can just be willing to shoot that ball just to make somebody step out to him, mm-hmm. that changes it. He pumped fake on his three yesterday. He pumped fake one time, got it and come, so he shot it. Yeah. If he can do that, he's a dangerous player because the next time he gets that ball behind the arc, the guy's going to step out there to him, and mm-hmm. he can go right under and go to the rim.
1: He's gonna he's just gonna become a much more dangerous player as the year goes along. Yeah, and I, I think getting those backup guys more and more minutes each game is definitely helping them. You saw Jalen Johnson had, you know, a couple more minutes. Derek Walker played a lot better yesterday. So, you know, just getting those guys into the rhythm, into the groove, um, is just gonna help this team, you know, later on down the season.
0: Absolutely. And and uh, you know, this, this is definitely the deepest Tennessee team. In a really long time, yeah. This could be one of we talked about how at the beginning of the year this this is probably one of the deepest teams in the country. Then we said, oh, maybe not. If we can keep winning games like this, it definitely will be become March. You had you were able to get Lamonte Turner in there, get him you know get him some quality minutes as he comes off an injury. You talked about Derek Walker playing better. Jalen Johnson played better. Um, if we can get Fulkerson playing better, um, he had four personal fouls in six minutes. That's unacceptable. We got to fix that because um, we. We do need Fulkerson to be able to give us quality minutes. Yeah. Eight to ten minutes a game, we, ne- we do need that from him because you can't expect Kyle Alexander to stay out of foul trouble every game. You-, you can't expect Grant Williams to stay out of foul trouble every single game. They were yesterday, but you just can't expect that. But we had every single starter, including Jordan Bowden, who's not, but the sixth man right now, every single one of them played under 30 minutes yesterday. That just yeah. means you're getting a ton of guys a ton of minutes. So we're getting deeper um, every day. Uh, you know, look, you know, this Georgia team was was expected not to be good, but they weren't expected to be get their brains beat in like that. I, you know, yesterday was. In, I know this Georgia team isn't incredible. I think they were the lowest RPI team in the SEC at the, at this time. Um, so we knew they weren't great, but
1: to to do to dismantle them like that, is, yeah, to hang to hang ninety six points on them and only hold them to fifty is, you know, everybody was just like, wow.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I mean, at one point they had played. We had played 35 minutes of basketball and they only had 35 points, I think. Yeah. 36 points, maybe.
1: So, I mean, you yeah. know, I thought it started from the beginning with Grant getting to the line, getting them in foul yeah. trouble early. Um, and we were able to just score at will on, you know, on their starters. But when they put in that second team, it was, it was even easier. Right. And, and Claxton only was able to register 24 minutes. Um, and if we're able to get a big lead, we have the defense to you know hold teams from catching back up with us. Yeah, absolutely.
0: It, it, it's not um, they were never they were never able to get rolling at any point in the game. No. Um, you would think when you're you know, when you were we had some lineups in that just looked poor at some points. That it was obvious we we're experimenting, and seeing who we could have on the court at the same time. Um, maybe just getting guys some, getting guys some quality minutes, not necessarily having a. a method to the madness and they still weren't able to really do much to us. Right. It really more reflected on the offensive end more than anything that we had a weird lineup in. Um defensively we were still able to kind of do our thing and they just couldn't get on streaks so it wasn't
1: wasn't possible. So Yeah and this team like they're just so fun to watch too. Yeah. Just like you know, they score efficiently and everything like that, but they the blocks, the dunks, bones finger roll. 25 Twenty five assists. Yeah. I mean they moved it, the it's just, ball. It's just fun to watch and it's not just the guards, it's the yeah. the
0: big men are getting in on it too. Fulgerson had a really nice pass into to Schofield that set him up for a shot. Grant
1: Williams had several nice passes yeah. um, to set guys up. And I, I, I think that's what's gonna that that's what's gonna make Grant Williams have a, a good career in the NBA. Absolutely. Is yeah. his ability to pass. Um, you
0: know, I, I you, you talked about we talked about earlier today how he graded out uh at this point as a first round pick. I'm kinda curious. Because I don't know where he fits on an NBA roster at this point. Watching him, Schofield yeah. was able to go in this year after getting graded, um, you know, by the NBA draft board where he went in. Mm-hmm. I guess kind of tried out, yeah, essentially. Um, and they were kind of able to tell him what needs to happen to improve your draft stock. And you know, Grant Williams is already grading out there. I mean, let me ask you, where, where do you see him on an NBA team? Because I just at this point in time, I don't know what position. Because he's not, you know, this just. You can't look at him and think, "Oh, that's a physically dominating specimen." You know, yeah. he kind of just does it by the way he plays. That's yeah. why I'm curious,
1: and, and I think it's um, just him becoming more mobile. Um, yeah, getting a, a three point shot, being able to dribble the basketball, um, and, and he dribbles better than Schofield most of the time. Right, he can put yeah. the ball on the floor better. So I, I think like my goal for him would be something like Draymond. Draymond's not just a physically you know, he's not that tall, he's not that big, but he just wreaks havoc and, you know, makes plays for his team because he's able to do so many different things. Right,
0: and I think Grant would need to be get a little bit quicker to yeah. be in that role. Um, and that's probably about the only thing that he has to, right. to fix. You mentioned the shooting. We know he can do it at times. Don't know how well he could do it guarded, um, but we know he can. Yeah, he did it.
1: He only shot once, but it, it went in. Yeah,
0: and, and I, th- I mean, on the year he's only shot like four or five times from behind three point, l- and made it about yeah. half. So yeah, um, he, he's he's able to do that. Um, he's he's pretty cl- he's pretty dang close to, close to perfect from the
1: f- uh, free throw line. And he, he's so impossible to guard because when he's at the three point line, all right, if you don't guard it, I'm gonna shoot it. Yeah. Um, and if you come out, then I'll just back you I'm- down and you know. If nothing else, I'm gonna go through the free throw line. Yeah, or my two points anyway.
0: You know, and if you put someone bigger on him and that he's quicker than, he's just gonna get under you and beat you. Yeah, and that's that's what makes him so dominating at the college level is there's there's not a lot of fours that are bigger than him, so a lot of teams will you know switch between that four and five, and when you when you put that four on him, he's gonna physically dominate you. Uh, when you when you go and you switch and you put that five on it, he's just gonna get under you and beat you. He's
1: faster than you. Yeah, I, I think a stretch four, um. His mid range is, you know, perfect for the NBA, yeah. and you know we knew from middle school that little baseline shot that he shoots, you mm-hmm. know, that'll make you a living. Oh, he, yeah, he's
0: he's pro. Like if he went to the NBA tomorrow, he would probably have one of the best mid range games in the NBA. Yeah, his, his consistency from you know twelve to fifteen feet is incredible. Yeah,
1: so he he's a great player. And, and Julius Randle is another guy that you know he's a little bit taller than. Grant Williams, but he's somebody that can go in and get boards. He's undersized, um, but I mean, just is is physically gifted enough to use his size and strength um, and use it against other people's. Right, and he and he, does, he definitely
0: you mentioned how his physicality makes up for his uh, his his lack of size, and um, he definitely does you know do that the way the way he plays around the board. I don't think he he got him listed at six seven or six eight. Depending on what source you use, I don't think you would guess that was his size. If you want, if you just watched him play, right, um, or if you just looked at his stats, yeah, like, like if you didn't know who he was, like you'd be like,
1: oh, he's like six ten.
0: Yeah, he's got he's got to be close to a five. The way he goes and gets rebounds and able to put him back up, I mean, he's just he's dominant. Right. Um, you know, and so I mean, I think we expect just looking forward real quick. I think you expect Williams and Schofield to potentially be gone next year. Um, or you expect Williams to be gone. You know, Schofield and Alexander. Alexander's putting himself in a position to, to be in the league next year. Yeah. Um, the way he's been playing lately. He's definitely got some size to build. Um, but he's been playing so much more physical lately that he's definitely making a statement. He, he's making he's giving himself a chance. And I
1: think his ability to run the floor as well. Um, you saw a lot of times yesterday where he'd be the first one down the court and Bone or, or one of the guards would find him um, just streaking you know down the field and they'd hit him and he'd be wide open for a dunk. Yep.
0: He's, he's he's definitely a, a quicker five, yeah. um, which again makes him dangerous uh, against those slower. And guys.
1: his mid range is, is really improved, and mm-hmm. you know making making it really difficult to guard him as well. Absolutely, this team's dangerous.
0: Uh, you know, you, you tweeted it. I think it's safe to say this is the best team in college basketball. I think this team's clearly better than uh, Michigan. <laughs> This team's, uh, you know, every bit as good as Duke, I think. Every bit as good as, uh, you know, Virginia's, I think, kind of underrated right now uh, in what they've done. But, you know, this team's a Final Four team, or has Final Four written all over them. I think uh, a college basketball analyst tweeted it yesterday. There's no team you can guarantee in the Final Four ever, and I agree. But this team's got got it written all over them. They've got a chance. And what, you know, a lot of people are – Saying how Rick Barnes can't win in March, um, but he could win and you know win in January, February. It, it's not like this team has a really a, ton, a long way to come. Is, are there things they could do better? Absolutely, but you know it, it's not like they've got to drastically improve come
1: March. And oh, it, Yeah, and Rick Barnes is definitely the coach that's not going to let anything come easy to them. Yeah,
0: and, and it's you know looking at you know November, December, this team's really not drastically improved since then either. They they've kind of been doing the same thing. Has yeah. it taken taken a little bit of tweaking to get to the point where they're beating an SEC team by 46? Yeah, but I mean, they the assists have been always about the same. The rebounds have been about the same. Um, they've led most of the season uh, against their opponents. We haven't we haven't trailed in 110 minutes of basketball uh, late. You know uh, the past few games. Um, they've been playing good basketball all year, and you know you, you had that little slip up against Kansas. Um, but again, one of the be- a team that has Final Four all you know, kinda yeah. all over them too. And they lost or this week. They Elite A all over them, I guess, yeah. Because they're they've been struggling. Um, but you know, that was a game that we talked about, you know, foul trouble. Grant Williams got in foul trouble, fouled out. It was a tough game, and I think at that point, you know, Kyle Alexander wasn't playing great. Um and Bowden wasn't playing, wasn't shooting great. So yeah. you know, that that's about the only slip up we've had and it really wasn't you lost by six in overtime, and really, we just kind of shot ourselves out of that game because we thought we were down and out, and we thought all we had to do is you know start jacking stuff up to get back into it, and you know that was a mistake we made. But I I don't think that's I don't I think that's the exception, not the rule. Yeah. So that, that you know that's my that's my take on the balls. We go and play Missouri and Florida this week. I guess we better talk Missouri because we won't see them until after Missouri. Yep. Yeah. Um. So we go play Conzo on the road. Uh again, they're be- they're playing better than Georgia, I guess, but not a team that's been outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're nine and three. I didn't realize they haven't played a conference game yet. They not play this weekend? Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. So we will be their conference opener, it seems. Um
1: Yes we will. And they're they're only getting 69.1 points per game. We're averaging 86.3. So, you know, right there, you know, if they're winning it, it's been close games. You know, I feel like they're a, they're a defensive team. Um, they're not going to protect the rim very much. Only averaging 1.9 blocks per game. Um, so, I mean, we, we should go in there and run all over them. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really surprised they have a 25% chance to beat us. You look at this, you know, if, Assuming – I haven't watched Missouri
0: a lot since Conzo has been there, but I've watched a lot of bas- Tennessee basketball when Konzo was here. Um, so, they're definitely probably going to shoot late in the shot clock. Um, not a ton of offensive, you know, movement. Uh, nothing, you know, incredibly special on the offensive end. On the defensive end, they're probably going to play you tough on the perimeter and, and um, try to grab defensive rebounds. But they aren't probably going to fly the court either when they get those. Right. So, that you know, which that wouldn't hurt us at all. I mean we're a fast physical team. Um so I think, you know, a big thing for the this Tennessee team is is to get the ball inside to Grant Williams probably early, get the ball inside to Kyle Alexander early and be able to work inside out and really make them come defend you uh there. And and in that, you know, in those scenarios you're probably able to get Bowden if Lamonte plays, Lamonte open on the on the perimeter, Schofield open on the perimeter. And hopefully, just shoot lots out in this game and put them away early. And that's got the possibility for this Missouri team.
1: Yeah. I don't think we'll have any problem with them. We've proved that we can go in hostile environments yeah. and come out with a W. So, not worried about it. Conzo coming you're for you. next.
0: Yep. I would say the first test for this team, uh, conference wise, will be next Saturday uh, on the road in Florida, and who just lost to South Carolina, though.
1: Yeah. And this team is, I feel like they're playing kind of pissed off. You yeah. Know, I feel like this loss to – or that loss to Kansas is one, but I feel like this whole season um, was the lull of Chicago. Yeah, that and
0: we kind of said how I don't mind sitting at three. It'll kind of let us play with a chip on our shoulder. Yeah. Um, that whole not pick us mentality, I don't know why, you know, whatever. Don't, don't pick us. This team's definitely going to set out to prove they're the best team in the country. Right. So – you know, I'm not saying we're going to beat Missouri by 46, but I can promise you Tennessee's going to try to beat you by 46. 47 probably. Yep. So, I mean, that would be, I think I said that the other night uh, while I was sitting at the game. I was like, this would be so much fun to do on the road. I mean, there wouldn't be anybody left in that arena by the end of the game. Imagine It'd be hilarious. I wonder what, like, if, if someone stayed, I wonder why they would.
1: Maybe just to, because they're like, screw it, you know, I'm already here. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And I'll you, wear Tennessee stuff too, and just like change. Yeah, just bring a bring a hat, and like maybe wear black and switch out the hats.
0: Uh, you know, I kind of jokingly, I I usually don't leave like football games early. I I don't have a problem if you leave early. I really don't care. But after the last ten years of being a Tennessee fan, you better enjoy this. It's not guaranteed. We know that.
1: Yeah.
0: In five years, we could
1: be the one leaving a 46-point blowout very easily. And I'm I'm very cheap about what I buy and everything. So I hate leaving early. But, God, it's hard not to, um, especially during, like, the last couple football seasons. Yeah. But my dad always wants to stay to the very end. So I feel bad if I just, like, leave him. So I just I just sit there.
0: I don't leave a lot of I don't leave a lot of football games early. I left a few early, but I, I try not to. I feel like I've had the I feel like I've had a reason to the last few years. Yeah. Um. So that makes me feel better. But yeah, I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, I turned to my brother and I was like, "Are you going to stay?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, I'm enjoying this. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy feeling like this at a Tennessee game. So because I, I don't it's know nice
1: if I, being on the other end of it.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I ever have. I know. Yeah. Like I mean, when I was little, we stayed till the end, but I don't remember ever. Really saying we've won this game in hand. Like five minutes, I'm sitting there with my arms folded, kind of on Twitter surfing. Yeah, you know, even, the even that
1: Sweet Sixteen team, they just didn't dominate anybody. Like, no, that, we didn't sure. get
0: hot until the end of the year, and we were on the bubble. We, we right. had to play a playing game. Yeah. So those were definitely you know nerve wracking times. And um, the two years before that, we went to the freaking NIT. We lost to Murfreesboro one year in or Murfreesboro, MTSU in the NIT. Yeah,
1: so that was fun. And but, even the Chris Lofton days, I don't, I don't feel like we just like. And I know the the SEC had some tough teams in it too, but that but I mean that that it wasn't a, that wasn't a dominating team, right? Like yesterday, we lined
0: up and we beat them person for person on the floor for forty minutes. Yeah. We've never we've never had that, no, never. So you know this is this is just a special team, and I'm definitely gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna actually go to several games. I hate I missed out on that ninety nine dollars uh, season ticket deal, but I'm guess I've just got to eat it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go to as many games as possible. So yeah. Um, looking forward at the offensive coordinator search, I really don't care at this point. <laughs> uh, there have been some new names thrown out. I think I, I told you, I got some got some people riled up a little bit. I think they thought I was going to give them some offensive coordinator news. Standing in line for the bathrooms, I had to wait for a long time. Way too long for a men's restroom. Like, you should never have
1: to wait for a men's right. restroom. And Did I you like, go in right in the entrance, right in the main entrance? To I, I just went up my section, the closest oh, okay. one. Because um, there's always one that's way more crowded than
0: anyone else. I mean, I feel like there's not enough bathrooms for the seats in that arena.
1: Yeah, there's not. There's it's only not like enough. three or four.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I did say, I said, uh, I said, I have some more good news you guys want to hear. And we kind of all around. I was like, Kentucky lost. I felt like they were like, expecting me to name an OC right there. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Got you riled just up. You just named
1: one. I should have.
0: Jim Chaney will not be our OC. Jimbo
1: Fisher is our OC. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats.
0: For $182 million a year. Whatever, whatever it would take to get him away from A M. and m
1: but yeah, the names coming out. Um, your chitch is gone to Ohio State. Jim oh well. Cheney is. I wonder if that one's real. You know. Yeah, and and some people like that cover Georgia is saying that he's out.
0: I they have they didn't renew his contract the day after the they play in the Cotton Bowl. No Cotton yeah. Sugar. What they play in? It was the Cotton Bowl. What, what it? I don't remember. One of those bowl games against Definitely. Texas. Um, he his contract had not been extended, so I, I don't know. We 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 talked about him briefly last week, and you know the obstacles it would take to get him, and we just don't kind of see it happening. Um, so I don't know where that's at. I mean, I'm sure if he's a
1: quality candidate, and I think he is, Pruitt would at least talk to him. Yeah. So. And, and Matt Canada is another guy. He was said to interview, didn't really go anywhere. I've heard that he's clashed with head coaches before, so I don't think Pruitt really wants somebody that's going to get in his way. I think Jim Chaney would be the perfect guy to not, you know, he he seems like a good guy. He's 1 0 as a head coach in Tennessee. So there you go. Highest rated winning percentage in Tennessee history.
0: Well, and I've always said that, you know, that offense when we were here was definitely not, when he was here was definitely not the problem. He was the OC under Kiffin. That offense drastically improved in that year. He was the OC during uh, Dewey's era, and that offense was never the problem. It was the yeah. defense that was terrible. And I kind of – you know, I think Dooley deserved a little bit of the credit. He seems to be a quality offensive coach, not the best, definitely not the worst. Right. I, mean, I don't think he's terrible. If we're going to give credit to coaches, I give that's where I give Dooley his credit. If we're going to give credit to Butch Jones, it's in special teams, and that's all he gets. Yeah. So, that's it. And, and um, But, yeah, I mean, I, I think Chaney would be a good hire. Uh, I would be okay. I'd be okay with that hire. Um, I think the offensive line still would have a long way to come, and I don't know how to get that done. Um, but I'm sure that would at least get it off to a good start. And I don't know if that would include bringing Sam Pittman in and moving Wolf Friend to another position. I have no idea.
1: Yeah, no, I I, have, I don't know either. And it, it seems like a long shot, but it seems like the only really name that you hear right now. Yep. Like besides Matt Canada, but it looks like nothing really had any traction there, so I don't, I don't even know. Right. I'm going to I'm gonna stop talking about this for a second. If you're Chicago,
0: do you just let them score here since you have three timeouts? Because then all you got to do
1: is go kick the field goal to win the game. I don't know. I've always struggled with this. Yeah, some coaches do it differently. I don't know. It's very weird. Because I guess you don't want them to run it down and then just sneak it in. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's kind of my thought. Because they're probably going to score from
0: three yards out, you know, and four downs. Right. Because yeah. uh, it's definitely four-down territory. They can't kick a field goal here. That's very – okay. Anyway, sorry. But, yeah, the OC, um, you, I, I'm curious how this is all going to happen. I kind of – part of me kind of expects not to see one named until after signing day now.
1: Yeah, and my thought process is, like, you want to get somebody for signing day. I, I feel like you do. Right. But they've also been able to recruit without right. one. So, so um, I mean, it's, that, a, that's it's a, not cool. been a big deal. So, that's why I think Jim McCooder might deserve a call. Um, you know, just being a, being an NFL guy, their biggest knock is to not want to recruit or yeah, not being able to recruit and not know how to recruit. Um, but we've proven we don't really need an offensive coordinator. to do that. Absolutely.
0: And I, again, I think Jim Bob's worth someone at least talking to. I'm not saying go hire him. Talk fun, to him, see if you like it. Fun
1: him. fact, you know, Jim Cheney played nose tackle in college. Doesn't surprise me, but That's hilarious. he looks like a nose tackle. And, uh, to be an offensive coordinator. Yeah. But he played a nose
0: tackle. Whatever, I mean, I feel like some of the best offense coordinators, I know they're sitting in a nose tackle, but I feel like they're like offensive linemen. Yeah, former. Former. Uh, what did Cutcliffe play? He never played, right, technically? D- didn't he get hurt or something? Maybe. I don't remember. I don't either. It's very weird. But, yeah, I feel like some of the best offensive linemen were like, or offensive coordinators were linemen. Obviously, that's not always the case. And speaking of offense coordinators, ooh, that was big. they I have to use that timeout.
1: Ooh, that's big.
0: Um, what about Cliff Kingsbury possibly getting in- – I mean, just interviewed by the NFL teams. Yeah. Kind of dodged a bullet there. What if we had hired him immediately? And he has – so the
1: USC blocked it.
0: But, like, what does that really mean, you know?
1: Like, if he wants to go, I feel like he could. Yeah. Maybe buy out, but – Right. You know, there. yeah, there's probably something in his claws where if you leave like that, then – Right. Yeah, they have to I don't know. Very weird. Um yeah, but, yeah. yeah, why accept a job if you're still interested in that? Yeah, that's very interesting.
0: Like you surely your agent was putting out feelers and you kinda knew if you were gonna get talked to about I don't know. I don't know. That that whole thing's weird to me. Yeah. Um, anything else for OC mentioned? I don't
1: know, I have just okay. no clue.
0: Yeah, no clue. Uh moving on to the and no first off, no one has no clue, by the way. If they tell you they have a clue, they're lying to you. Yeah. Definitely. They they might know some people getting you know, getting interviewed or something, that's it. That's all they know. Uh, moving on to the national championship tomorrow, the next college football playoff game will be played. Tell me if you've heard this before: Alabama versus Clemson for the national title. Going to be a good game. Um, I mean, Dabo's, Dabo's every D- Dabo's put himself put his name in that category of one of the great coaches. I'm not saying he's a Nick Saban. He hasn't <laughs> been here long. He had not hung around long enough to be a Nick right. Saban. But he's he you can't knock what he's done so far. Um, and he's definitely put himself on track to be up there. Yeah, in
1: this era, he's got to be the next best thing.
0: Him and Nick Saban are the best coaches currently coaching college yeah. football, and there's no doubt about that. Uh, what he's been able to do offensively and defensively, uh, and I think one of the things you know I kind of consider, oh, touchdown Eagles, is that you know uh, they do play in the ACC, and that football conference has been you know pretty weak uh, since Florida State last won the national championship. Right, um, been pretty weak since then, other than Clemson. But at the same time, when they go play other Power 5 teams, they don't skip a beat. Yeah, they are so they're, they're kind of able to do their thing. Um, you know, right, right now they've got some of the better, uh, you know, defensive statistics. And I'm, I'm kind of curious to see. I feel like if this wasn't a Tua, Tagovailoa, Alabama offense, you may not be saying, well, that may not change. You may be saying that may, may not change much. Now you're kind of wondering if something's got to give uh, – yeah, you know, they're they're scoring almost the best in the in the country and Clemson's holding people to some of the best in the country. Yeah. So, something's got to give tomorrow. Uh I think it'll be a good matchup.
1: Yeah, I definitely think something gives tomorrow. Um you know, I've said this before. i never pick against Alabama.
0: No, I think Alabama I think Alabama comes out on top, but it'll definitely be a good matchup. Then you've got a true freshman leading Clemson. Uh I mean, that would be awesome. Yeah. To, I mean, you had a true freshman in Tua finish it off for Alabama last year. So, it would just be – it would be fun to see a, a true freshman come in, start – who won the starting job earlier in the year, start in the championship game, uh, beat Alabama, finish it off for Clemson.
1: Yeah, and they have a ton of young guys that are able to to come back next year. Clemson is yeah. – um, You know, of course, Alabama just reloads every year, but – to have uh, Ross, Higgins, um, is it – I don't ed, – Edney? The running back? Yeah. I don't um, know how you say it. Et, yeah. I don't, I don't know where – Edney? Ed, I don't know. Edney? Yes. Edney? Something like that. But they're like they're young guys. Trevor Lawrence, they're coming back. So I don't, I don't think this team oh. really loses Uh-oh. very much. Did he not get in? No, I don't think so. Wow. I
0: don't know. They're saying no. Yeah, they, this, is, this is a very young Clemson team. Uh, Pretty much all of their offensive weapons are young.
1: Yeah, so. They lose a lot on defense next year with their defensive line, but, you know, they seem to reload every year too, so. Right.
0: Well, that wouldn't be close.
1: Oh, maybe not.
0: Or maybe. I feel like They're, it's over. I don't know. I don't know how you can call that. Base it on 26 shoulder pads. Cause his shoulder pads are about where the line is. Who you base it? I don't know. Oh, that's close. I don't know how you can overturn it, and they didn't call it out on the field. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's in. Um. Yeah, I've got Alabama. I think I said by ten the other night. Yeah. So that's about where I've got it. Uh, Will be a good game though, I think. So, uh, looking at the NFL playoffs, that's what we're currently talking about. The Bears—we're recording while the Bears and Eagles are finishing up. About a minute left. The Eagles just went up by one, went for two, seems to not have get, got it. Uh, so the Bears will get the ball back with 56 seconds left, one timeout,
1: chance to go down, just kick it a to win it. What do you? What do you got right now happening? I don't know. I—I pick the Bears, but I don't. The Eagles are defending champions. The Eagles are defending champions. They—they've they've been there. Winners win. Yep. Uh earlier to or
0: yeah, earlier today the Ravens got knocked off. I think a lot of people thought with Lamar Jackson they had a really good chance to make a small run. Um that yep. was quickly put down by the Chargers and Hall of Fame quarterback, Phillip Rivers. Yep. That Uber driver though that Melvin Gordon had didn't think he was a Hall of Famer. Thought he was good, but not a Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um and then yesterday you had the Colts just Manhandle the Texans in the most Colts fashion ever. They will get beaten the next round. I almost have no doubt about it. <laughs> like, 21-7. to 7, I don't think they scored after the third quarter. Or maybe no, after halftime. Yeah, they didn't score after halftime. That's what I thought. And um, so, in the most Colts fashion. In the most Andrew Luck fashion ever. Manhandle the Texans. So, who do they play next week? I think it depends on... This game, right? No, it, it depended on this... Ravens and Chargers. So are yeah. they the
1: last seed to get in?
0: They 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 will be the lower seed, yeah.
1: So they will play they'll play the Chiefs, right?
0: Yes. Yes they will. Right now it's the Chiefs and the Colts next week. Chargers and Patriots. It'll be the Saints and shoot, who's the lower seed? Whoever wins this game? Not necessarily whoever wins this game. Um the Saints and Oh, it'll either be the Cowboys.
1: Could be the Cowboys because the Eagles won their division. It'll be so the not the lower seed.
0: It'll be the Cowboys if the Eagles lose, or if the yeah, if the Eagles lose. If the Eagles win, it'll be the Eagles playing okay. the Saints because it's the it's the lower seed playing the the Saints. Um, kind of. I mean, this is Mitch Trubisky's time to show up right here. Is he a, is he a, is he going to be one of the you know next best quarterbacks in the league? Dude, I think he's good. I think you'll find out here in the next fifty six seconds. I mean, I think you'll find out where he kind of stand where he where he'll be in the NFL in the next few years. Right here, this is a big opportunity for him. Or you know, it won't matter because they'll return it to the thirty and just run the ball out. <laughs> That's a big return out right there. That is a big return. That like, put him down with the forty five. Couldn't really tell. Um, the fifty. I
1: don't
0: know. The Cowboys Seahawks game last night though. I really thought the Seahawks were going to win that. Um. I I mean, we talked about how the Cowboys have been rolling lately, but I really just, I don't know. There's something about Pete Carroll when it comes into games like that. really thought he'd win it. Yeah. So, very surprised. They're, they're able to win, though. Um, and, and they're, you know, the Cowboys are a quality team, but I just don't see them being able to really move past the divisional round. I don't. I don't yeah. think they're good enough. The big thing I think that kind of sets them apart, I don't think their defense is as stout as some of these other teams. That the Bears, for instance, who've been able to hold Philadelphia to 16. The ca- the
1: Cowboys definitely have a oh. underrated defense. I like their their linebackers and Leighton Vander Esch and and Jalen Smith. You know, two young guys. It's probably probably one of the top younger linebacking cores in the NFL. And they have Dexter Lawrence, who's just a sack machine. Um, and they they have young cornerbacks, young safeties, so. You know, I, I feel like they're on the come up with their defense, but I, I feel like they're they're good enough to win. If I feel like their struggle is Dak Prescott making throws. Okay. So, they're definitely not going to – Oh, that's field goal range. Yep.
0: Don't call timeout here. Spike this. Um, I definitely think they don't want to face the Saints. I no. think they would prefer <laughs> – I think <laughs> they would prefer the Rams. Uh, yeah. I don't think anybody wants to face the Saints. That's very true. That's very true. Um. The, I'm, I'm excited to see how, where this game goes. They did call that timeout. Why'd yep. oh, they let it go two set? They had two seconds go off. That can really hurt them. I think Mitch tried to get to the line. Right. But then the, I guess yeah, the coach called. Caught that, caught that was a it. good throw right there.
1: I guess it was just going to take too long to get everybody up there.
0: That probably wasn't the right throw in a smash. But where he put it was perfect. Yep. Yeah, that corner definitely dropped back. He, should, he technically probably should have thrown out the hitch. Um, that was a dang good ball though. This is fun. This is exciting. See, what sucks now is you either gotta get out of bounds or it must be real cold. I mean, we know it's cold in Chicago right now. Uh, their kicker's range is only fifty three yards, so I think normally be Foles, about fifty five
1: to fifty eight. I mean, God. Oh, so this would be
0: a this would be a fifty one yard field goal. Right the now. Eagles have it made with <laughs> Carson Wentz. Do you? I mean, do you try to trade him, Nick Foles or Carson Wentz for picks or and or money? Especially after the end of this year, he got out. Oh no, he didn't. Well, dang! Like
1: it's it's so hard because Carson Wentz hasn't been healthy it's in true. two years. So. I, I don't think
0: I would have ever started Carson Wentz this year. Nick Foles was playing good at the beginning of the year. He was. Uh, I, don't I think
1: know. he. I think he was definitely rushed in.
0: Yeah. Uh, he was playing good at the beginning of the year. Nick Foles was. He came off the Super Bowl win. I think you should have just let Nick Foles keep. It. And then he's played well the last three
1: weeks, right? Yeah. Two weeks. And I think you just should have let him play it out. He just he just wins games. It's not pretty. No. Um I mean he doesn't put any Oh no, that second half Super Bowl was I know what you're saying though. I know yeah, what like you're saying. No great stats. He just wins football games. Absolutely. This is this was exciting. It's like this is the
0: probably the best playoff the best end of the playoff game. Yeah, was that were those stands like empty already? This is great. I hope you guys are enjoying this, this is because you definitely can see what's going on right All now. Right. You gotta get out of bounds here. That's big to get out of bounds. Oh, he, he just went end zone. <laughs> well, now you gotta kick it.
1: Dang. Miller, he is from Memphis. Really, I'm pretty sure.
0: All right, here we go. So ten yeah, seconds left. Down by one. It should be a forty. Seven yard attempt, I think. Forty-eight yard attempt to win the game. This has to be the first Bears playoff win in a while. I don't know how long, but it's got to be a while, all right.
1: Yeah. Whew. A little nerve wracking because they're in like one of the tougher divisions you thought going into this. Oh, this will just be like a forty-two yard, field, forty-three yard field goal. That's not as long as I thought. Oh, Call the timeout. He got
0: awesome. it. That's good to hit that one clean though. Let's go ahead with, yeah. Moving to most important while we're going through this timeout. Uh, to find it, you can go ahead. I'll find
1: mine. All right. So Tua, uh, Tua. Uh, uh, holy crap! I should say Fora. four hundred uh, <laughs> a. Uh, he had four hundred five family members um, going to the national championship game. That's ridiculous. Four hundred five. There's no way they're actually family, right? I mean, maybe. I mean, did he just, like, get on, like, Ancestry.com and look up everybody who has, like, bloodlines? I have no idea how that works. But
0: I thought it was funny. He was like, I, hey, I got you a ticket. I responded to that because I was like, and the game's still not sold out. <laughs> and yeah. he's got 400 tickets.
1: But that's insane. Yeah, that that, that is. Like, when I was in college at Carson Inman, we got, like, three tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to, like, the stands still weren't
0: full. See, I'm trying to figure out, like, there's no way he got 400 tickets to the game. Yeah. So definitely. I guess they're just buying. I don't know. Who's bombing? in Alabama? Ooh. Recru- or violation NCAA? Maybe. Maybe you need to investigate? Maybe. Uh-oh. Oh. Go! <laughs> oh! He missed it. Short!
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. No.
0: Oh, my God.
1: The Eagles are moving on. Chicago. Oh, my word. Gosh. I know what it was. Kickers can't wear number one. It's true. It's a fact. Oh, it wasn't short. He hit the left upright. Yeah. I think he hit the left
0: upright, then the crossbar. I think he went straight did down. Did he go
1: down and hit the crossbar?
0: I think so. Because it looked like it bounced like down first. Oh,
1: that sucks. Mitch. Dang. Little Mac. Out. Oh, that's tough.
0: Oh, the faces of disbelief, man. Dude, he hooked it. Oh, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Hit the crossbar. That's incredible. Oh. I
1: almost squeezed in. Did you see the mascot? <laughs> no. He, like, went up like it was good and just, like, <laughs> fell to his knees. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My most important of the week is uh, Grant Williams has put himself in the uh, – he is in the Power Five conference. he's fourth in uh, NCAA player offensive offensive efficiency. Um, so pretty much, you know, he's on, the, he's on the court for 16 and a half possessions, and he's scoring about a point and a half per possession. So Dang. he is um, he's obviously making an impact for Tennessee, and, you know, it's pretty clear.
1: So Yeah, and so my next most important is Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Did lose a day out of the playoffs, but he is the youngest quarterback to ever start a playoff game. Gets a starting job, goes six and one to finish the season, makes the playoffs. Four quarterbacks drafted ahead of him. Only quarterback to go. Huh. So, I mean, I, I definitely think it, it stinks that um, you know he, he's such a mobile quarterback, and it kind of takes away his passing ability. Right, but, I mean, he's got the legs, so you got to use them. And a lot of people were wanting Flacco to come in because he had some ups and downs today. Um, but Shannon Sharp tweeted out a great stat. He said Flacco's first playoff start, he went four of ten for thirty-four yards and a pick, and the Ravens rushed for over two hundred yards to win. Lamar Jackson. A lot of people said he shouldn't have played.
0: Shouldn't have played. Dang, uh... is this all? <laughs> This is him just banging them off the uprights. How do they find those so quick? Oh, it's the same. Okay, it's the same one over and over again. Bang. So I guess that's the last.
1: Oh, there's oh this more. is
0: last week. Bang. Dang. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't I think you them. can do that if you trod.
1: Bang. Is he aiming for it?
0: I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. Wow. Um. You had, is that your other most? So important? Nick Foles keeps winning. Nick Foles that's keeps another won. most important. Your other most important. Um, He's unbeatable. Yeah, for
1: sure. I mean, they might go win the Super Bowl, man. <laughs> Fail of the Weeks. Oh, I, I have one more. Yeah, one more. Okay. Um, North Dakota State clinched seven FCS national championship. Oh, wow. All kinds of lost in 2011.
0: Their coach is going to. Where is he going to?
1: I don't know. I think he got hired somewhere. Hmm. I'll have to look that up. But yeah, they beat Easter Washington 38 24. It's their seventh since 2011, so they've won like seven of eight. Golly. Crazy. That's wild. Um, You got any fails this week? Uh,
0: I've got one. I've got two, sorry. My first one, though, is at UGA Hoops blog. He said, I've watched plenty of Tennessee games this season. The Vols are one of the best, most complete teams in college basketball. However, Georgia is going to pull off the upset tomorrow. Claxton, Hammonds, and Crumps, and Crump will have a big game. That aged very poorly, my friend. I did. Also, how can you say one of, they're one of the most complete teams in NCAA? If you've watched Georgia play this year, you know they're not even close and say they're going to pull off the upset. <laughs> I mean, that was just like the whole thing top to bottom was just dumb. Yeah, I, I didn't understand it.
1: Not good. Um, so my fail of the week is Nevada and the national media who thought – A lot of people thought Nevada was better in Tennessee, had the players that were better in Tennessee. um, And they got blown out yesterday. They were undefeated, but got blown out by New Mexico, 85-58. to So a 27-point loss, undefeated no more. You're not better in Tennessee. Yeah. Um, So Chris Kleeman,
0: he is the North Dakota State coach. He is now going to Kansas State. Oh, Um, Bill Snyder. Yeah. Uh, My next fail is the All-American game that was played last night. The numbers on the jerseys are terrible. Have you seen them? Uh-uh. You, you guys can't see them. Look them up. Oh, yeah. I'd They're them.
1: horrible. Like, who came up with that idea? They look... The black ones aren't as bad as the white ones. <coughs> they look like they haven't, like, loaded completely. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's a shout-out
0: to the digital age. I don't, I don't know. No idea. But they were terrible. I hate them. Oh, man. Got a little itch in my throat now.
1: They look... <laughs> they look um, did you see all the stuff they got? No. Eric, Eric Gray did an interview and showed kind of the stuff they got. They got like an exclusive like Adidas all-white button-up jacket. Mm-hmm. It was it was sick. Hmm. They got some, I think, Ultra Boost. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, the white. Yeah, Eric Gray looked good. As, far as Crouch and Ramel Keaton um, were injured so didn't play, which is kind of weird because Crouch played or like practiced most of the week. <coughs> I Maybe mean, just like nicked up or something. Yeah, so interesting. But moving day happened, so a lot of the early enrollees are, I think, all of them are on campus, and you know, most of the team is back on campus to start their off-season workout with Coach Fitz. There we go. So,
0: gonna get bigger and stronger. Yeah,
1: bigger, faster, get stronger.
0: Ready. Get ready, guys. Thank you all for listening. The next time we see you, the Vols will be two and zero in SEC conference play after a win over Conzo. If you think the Vols are racist for firing him, you're an idiot. Gonna go ahead and say that. That I'll get. I'll get into that stupidity though.
1: So um, we're going for forty-seven point win. Yeah, forty-seven point win on so the road.
0: They want to beat everybody by by more than the last. So I like it. Probably shouldn't have started off with a forty-six point win. You kind of <laughs> made that difficult for yourself. Yeah, but but uh, you know, good luck. They'll do it. I, I have faith in them.
1: Let's do it. And we're bringing the boat in, and we out.